Welcome to the High Performing Human Podcast, where we talk about how you can reach your potential as an athlete through nutrition, fitness, recovery, and everything in between. I'm your host, Hannah Boyle, registered dietitian nutritionist, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the High Performing Human Podcast. We are going to talk a little bit about how you can kind of pick up some simple, basic concepts on how to benefit your nutrition as an athlete and how to benefit your performance overall through like different nutrition strategies. But there's, there's so much and it can be so detailed, very meticulous when we look into what you really need to do as an athlete for your nutrition. But there are five things that you can get started on easy peasy. Honestly, I mean, some of it you might need, you know, some additional guidance for, but a lot of this, you can start to pick up things on your own. So there are five really basic things that you can do for your nutrition, performance nutrition. The first thing is honestly just eating enough. Probably, I mean, I'm going to make up a number here, but 75 to 80% of the time when I sign on a client, um, they are not eating enough to support their daily activities or their, you know, additional physical activities. So eating enough is a huge piece of it. We then not only looking at just eating enough, um, but also that leads into the conversation of what we call low energy availability. And that has some pretty significant health consequences um, that can be associated with disordered eating patterns. Um, I just want to take a note that disordered eating patterns, that concept is different than eating disorders. So an eating disorder is an actual diagnosis that you would receive. A disordered eating pattern just means that though the pattern of consumption of food is somehow altered and possibly due to like a mental state or some type of um, mental thought process that is causing a certain way of eating. So, uh, disordered eating patterns can just be obsession about certain foods. It can be, um, eat, like feeling the need to eat at certain times. Um, but in more of an obsessive way, not necessarily that it's to the point of an eating disorder, but to the point where it might be unhealthy to the extent that we're doing those things. So, you know, eating enough is just kind of the baseline. Um, a lot of athletes um, even say, well, I'm not hungry. Um, you know, you tell me to eat more, but I'm not hungry. It, when you get into the high levels of nutrition that you need as an athlete, you're not always going to feel hungry. You're not always going to have those hunger cues. And then on top of that, if for some reason you've been restricting your nutrition at all for any period of time, you may have actually suppressed some of those hormone messages that say when you're hungry or when you're full. So that can be a problem as well. And I see that with a lot of people um, that go through like periods of fad diets or extensive periods of trying to lose weight chronic dieting. And then they're like, well, I'm just not hungry anymore, but I'm not losing weight and I'm not eating that much. And we have to 
kind of, you know, fix their metabolism and get things back on track with that. So first of all, eating enough. So if you want to a basic guideline for making sure that you're eating enough, ideally you're eating three meals a day with a balance of protein, carbohydrates, vegetables thrown in there, making sure to add healthy fats um, at each meal. And then you're also having snacks in between, um, maybe two-ish snacks a day, um, depending on the size of the snack, the size of your meals, those might vary a little bit. Um, at least trying to have something post-workout. Um, if nothing else, we're having something post-workout that is in addition to a meal. So those are kind of like some basic guidelines when it comes to eating enough. Like it's, it's very difficult. Um, you know, I would have to go through a full analysis of, okay, like what are you eating on a regular basis? What does this ever doubt to? Um, and then also figure out what do you um, consume like on weekdays versus weekends and then figure out what I think you should be consuming and your activity level and all that good stuff. So it's, that is something that in order to get the specific number to know whether you're eating what you should be is a little bit more intense. Um, however, you can usually get a good idea um, it to know of what you're, what you're eating is enough. Um, a lot of times I find that people are not eating enough carbohydrates. And that's something that I'll talk about too. Um, I'm kind of blurring some of these things together, but first things first, eat enough. Second thing, refuel. So as I mentioned, one, to make sure that you're eating enough, like one of those like snacks throughout the day and some of the additional nutrition that you might need throughout the day should be a post-workout snack. And usually post-workout people are so focused on the protein shakes. That's not what you need. Your body uses protein for growth and repair, and it will break it down for energy if it needs it. But if you give your body the correct source of energy, which is carbohydrates, it does not have to rely on protein at all. You replenish what your body needs for energy through consuming carbohydrates post-workout. You put the you know sugar back into your muscles that you just used. And then any protein that you have in your system can be used to help grow those muscles and repair the damage because we know that exercise is muscle damage. That, that's normal. That's okay. Um, it repairs that damage and helps make you stronger or, you know, helps with any of the adaptations that you were working on during your training session. So that is why it's important to have carbohydrates and really you think like carbohydrates are what mostly what your body is using during exercise. So it only makes sense that your post-workout should be replacing the things that you use during activity. So the next thing is balanced meals. And I kind of touched on this with your, you know, trying to figure out how much you should be eating. Balanced meals to me include a protein source, a carbohydrate source. Normally we're looking at about like the same amount of protein as carbohydrates, but a cup of each one of those. And then two cups of vegetables. And I don't really include like, okay, you need to also set aside this much room for fat because fat tends to be something that we add in, you know, via like condiments or sauces or, um, you know, meat, different types of protein and meat have different fats. Um, even, you know, different carbohydrate sources have fat too. Like, um, 
it's it's something that I mentioned you like yeah like I mean obviously you're not just going to eat I mean we're gonna go we're gonna go like basic chicken broccoli rice chicken has a low amount of fat broccoli doesn't have fat rice that's whole grain might have like brown rice might have a little bit of fat but like okay so throw some sauce like throw something on your chicken um throw some butter on your broccoli like there's your fat source um you know cooking your meat in some kind of oil or using it like that's where your fat sources come in um you know adding almond butter to oatmeal um adding dressing or something normally like a salad dressing is on the fattier and um just do the oils and stuff so um, for the most part, we're looking at the balance that I look for is carbohydrates, protein, and vegetables at each meal, including breakfast. So then the other thing that we have is hydration. So obviously we all know that we need to drink water. Water is important. Yes, it's true that you need minimum half your body weight in ounces of water. Like that's just a good thing to go by. So if you're 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water a day minimum. And then if you sweat at all, you're going to need more. If you're doing any type of activity, you're going to need more. So I also lump electrolyte replacement into hydration. So not only is my form of hydration looking at how you replace water, but how you replace electrolytes as well. So in your body, your hydration status is kind of a balance of electrolytes and um, water and that when we look at lab values and stuff, we can tell if you're dehydrated or overhydrated based on um, what your electrolyte levels look like. So I just lump them all together. When I talk about hydration, I like to talk about electrolytes as well. And a lot of times the, you know, if we look at um, sports drinks, they are going to include electrolytes too. So that like, and we're, we're kind of hydrating at the same time that we're getting our electrolytes. So that's why we look at all of that together. So electrolytes are especially important if you are a heavy sweater. Your uh, sweat content is has salt, chloride, potassium, magnesium. You're losing all of those things through your sweat. And when we drink only water, you're not replacing any of those things. So we need to make sure that either we're eating foods with those nutrients in them or we're adequately replacing electrolytes through some type of sports drink like Gatorade or Powerade. Um, if you haven't already seen, I did a comparison of Gatorade and body armor, uh, the difference between the two and how one compares to the other versus like in their electrolyte content. So for example, like what one includes, which types of electrolytes and how it compares to what your sweat losses are. Um, so that's something to look into. Um, personally, I use noon tablets and UUN. Those are just a tablet that you dissolve in water good amount of electrolytes there. There's different ways to do it and there. You can definitely get it through food as well. Um, but just take note of that. So if you were to ever feel, um, maybe like I notice I have chronically low sodium levels. So it's important for me to make sure that I have electrolytes regularly. Um, you might feel lightheaded, like you're going to pass out. Um, sometimes people feel shaky. Um, it, it has different symptoms, but just know that that's also a really important piece of it because we want to make sure that everything stays in balance. The last thing is sleep. And people are like, well, that's not necessarily like nutrition related. Like, why are you talking about sleep? Here's the thing. Sleep is so underrated 
when you sleep, you are going through this whole like, re like reset repair process in your body. If you don't get enough sleep and you wake up in the morning, there is a chance that you are going to crave certain foods. So when you lack sleep, obviously you feel depleted, like you don't have enough energy that therefore your body is going to crave carbohydrates and sweets or quick forms of carbohydrates and sugar. So that way you can make sure you can get enough energy because your body knows that carbohydrates are energy. So you're going to crave those types of foods. Uh, there's also some issues with different types of neurotransmitter release and like just the way that your body processes throughout the day. Um, if so, if you are lacking sleep, your nutrition is going to be altered. And then kind of it's a domino effect, like your whole, um, your training schedule, the sleep for the next day, like just your focus, all of that is off. So it is actually really important for like your nutrition and your sleep. And if any of my clients know that if you're working with me, we're tracking things like sleep as well. We're not just tracking like nutrition factors. We're also tracking lifestyle factors because those are important as well. So there you have it. The five biggest things that you can start to focus on right now without getting too much into like the nerdy nitty gritty of sports nutrition, performance nutrition is eating enough, refueling with carbohydrates, balancing out your meals, hydrating not only with water, but also making sure that you have your proper electrolyte consumption. And then also making sure that you just get enough sleep. That's all. So give those a go. Um, if you need help with any one of those, please feel free to let me know. But we will go with that and I will talk to you guys next time on the podcast. Go ahead and give me a follow on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at HPH Nutrition. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon.